time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Glad you're with us today. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find Glenn online at roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, we're talking about, is the client always right? You know, in the retail world, there's the saying, the customer is always right. But when it comes to financial planning, it's probably not wise to subscribe to that idea for a couple of different reasons. We're going to cover those on today's show. I mean, after all, what's the point of having a financial coach if your advice is better than your coach's advice, right? That's like me going to the the, the personal trainer, Glenn, and him saying, you know, drop and give me 20. And I say, no, that's not going to help me. (laughs) It doesn't work like that, right? You got to listen to the coach. Well, you know, it's, you you know, (laughs) there's a lot to what you're talking about, Walter, for sure. (laughs) So I want to talk about some of the statements. We'll kind of play some hypotheticals here. Uh, Some statements that you might hear from clients that require you to maybe push back a little bit because the customer or the client in this case isn't always right. So I'm sure you've heard this before, Glenn. Uh, Maybe you've been on the phone or you've had a client in your office and maybe this even happened last year and they said something like, now is the time to get out of the market. Or I guess this could work the opposite way too. And they they tell you, you know what, Glenn, now's the time to get in the market. I want want to get in the market now. How do you usually react when you kind of have uh, kind of a a strong statement like that come from from a client? Well, I mean, you know, when, when it's, you know, it's coming from a client, you know, normally I don't get that too much from clients because we've, we've already talked about planning and so forth. But oftentimes, you know, prospective clients and folks that, you know, just are, are, you know, are having a, the first conversations with me and so forth, I hear, I'll hear that a lot in terms of their, their concerns or what they, they think is going to happen in the marketplace and so forth. But, you know, again, we have to put it in the right frame in the right context, right? So it's just like, you know, we, you know, we've talked about in the past in terms of time frames and so forth. Well, you know, if you're in retirement, there's probably some money that you, you know, in your portfolio or in your overall financial plan that, you know, probably needs to be, you know, well, you know out of the way of, of, of market volatility, you know, maybe completely, but certainly some portion is, is going to be, you know, we need to lower the volatility down you know, for sure, because you don't want to, you don't want to be in a scenario where you're riding that roller coaster, you know, the full risk of the market, you know, all the way up and all the way down. It's nice when it's going up, but, but on the other hand, it's just like, you know, if you don't know where a bottom is and the market's, you know, and, 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 you know, moving, moving in the other direction against you, then you, you've got to know where your income is going to be coming from. And, and if you're, if you're taking those distributions and, you know, at the wrong time, you know, or, you know, if your accounts are, are you know, are, are, are having difficulties, you know, that obviously, you know, we, we want to be thinking of in terms of when do you need the money? When are you going to need to be taking the money out? And, you know, that's more of the context. So it's like, you know, the idea is it's like, well, maybe maybe somebody's getting nervous and say, well, you, maybe it's time to get out or or whatnot. It's like, well, maybe there's, a, you know, a rebalancing that we maybe should have a conversation about, you know, and, and you know, and thinking of those types of things. But, you know, if, you know, all in and all out and, and th- those kinds of conversations, you know, or, or those kinds of ideas, you know, I mean, it's possible that, you know, that somebody can pick a top or pick a bottom. But, you know, it's highly unlikely. And, you know, and the reality is, is that, you know, you want to think in terms of the context of when are you going to need the money? How much risk are you comfortable with? 
that's really the conversation. And you know, really, you know, we think in terms of do you have too much of your portfolio exposed to to market risk? You know, in 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 general, right? That's more of a conversation because nobody knows for sure when the next market, you know, significant downturn is is going to be. I can talk to you know, you know, me or. You can just turn on, you know, the 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 financial networks, and you can listen. And there's going to be those who come on who are quote unquote professionals, and you know that are you know insiders, and they're quote unquote in the know. And there's going to be some of those folks that are going to tell you, hey, you know, it's never been a better time to buy. And there's going to be others that come on the, on there, and they're going to be over, you know, tremendously cautious, and they're going to say, hey, you know, it's, it's time to lighten up, and you know, and to, and to have less exposure to the markets. So, you know, the, there's always that conversation that's going on and there's always that that conflict between, you know, equally qualified people. So the, the, the context is really, you know, who are you? How old are you? When are you going to need the money? And do you have the appropriate amount and, you know, kind of out of the way, if that makes sense, Walter? Market timing, one of those areas where we always see some concern for what the client wants to do if they're not going into it with, you know, those eyes wide open. It can be problematic if you don't know what you're doing uh, trying to time the market. We've heard lots of stories where that's been, you know, not not a good result for folks. And so we want to be very careful there. It doesn't always have to be about the markets um, exactly. It can be sometimes about products and things like that, Glenn, that you need to push back on. What if somebody's sitting across from me and they say, you know what, this is exactly what I want to invest in, Glenn. I just need you to pick the funds for me, but this is this is what I want to invest in. So they're, they're really starting to dictate more of what's, what's being picked in their uh, relationship with you. Sure. Well, and that's a scenario where it's, you know, it's like, well, you know, what are you looking for in an advisor? You know, are you looking for an advisor to help build, you know, to help you plan for the future and and to make sure that your income is going to be there and uh, that you are able to provide the kind of legacy and, you know, that you're wanting to leave for kids, grandkids, you know, your spouse, if you, if you were to predecease them, you know, what, you know, what about, you know, long-term care, you know, possibilities, all of those kinds of things that come into play with overall planning. If someone is coming in and saying, you know, hey, this is what I want to invest in, right? And this, you know, and I want you to pick the investments for me, you know, in terms of it's just like, okay, I want to be in the, this sector of the of the market and I want these individual stocks or, or this this individual fund or I want to find a fund that's in this uh, in this particular, you know, sector or, in, you know, maybe it's an international fund or, or whatever the case may be, you know, that's probably a scenario where they're looking more for like a broker, you know, to, you know, help them, you know, transact that particular, you know, investment decision, right? That's different than retirement planning. Right. And it's possible that, you know, that you have a scenario where folks maybe, you know, have some extra money, you know, what, what we might call mad money that they, that they want to that they want to invest like that. And, you know, and, and that's and that's a possibility. But in general terms, when we're talking, you know, with with the folks that I work with, we're thinking more in terms of it's like, OK, we we, we want to make sure that what you've saved for, you know, all these years is going to be there for you in, a, in your in your overall plan for you, your your spouse, the, the people you care about. And all of those kinds of things, and that's that's a significantly different thought process and planning process than it is. It's like, hey, I think that this particular stock or this particular um, sector is gonna is gonna do really well, and this is what I want to put money to. That's kind of coming at it in terms of a speculator, or you know, potentially maybe a long-term investor, but it's certainly not the context of retirement planning and income planning, if that makes sense, Walter. Yeah, it's an important one to discuss, and I appreciate you walking us through that one a little bit, Glenn. Uh, Let's uh, shift gears a little bit. You know, clients sitting across from you, uh, maybe they're right on on some things. And and certainly, we're not saying, I want this to be clear, that 
what's important to you as a client isn't important and you can't ever give your opinion in a meeting. Glenn wants to know, right, Glenn, all about the client, hopes, dreams, goals, wants, um, you know, influences. You want to know all that stuff. We're just talking well, about when it comes to making making kind of like final and official decisions where right. th- there needs to be a discussion had between some of these things. Well, absolutely, Walter. And, you know, and that's and that's a scenario, particularly, you know, when, you know, in the er- in the early phases of, of introductory and discovery type meetings and, you know, with folks that are looking for an advisor. I mean, all of those kinds of things are going to are going to come out in the in those conversations. Right. And you're absolutely right. You know, it's just like I don't I don't want to make a, you know, a, a client or a potential client wrong. You know, I just want to make sure that it's a good fit. Right. And that, that, you know, that we're both on the same page and that it's like, OK, if you want me to, you know, to help you with your planning and, you know, be your advisor, then, you know, this is what I do. Is that a good fit? You know, and obviously if, if someone becomes a client, you know, that's the understanding is, is this is this is what we're doing. Now, that said, I have a lot of different clients with a lot of different objectives and a lot of different goals and whatnot. And, you know, and, and for sure, I mean, not everybody's the same. At the same time, there are there are some common threads, so to speak. And so we, we want to think in terms of, you know, does, you know, can this thought or this type of investment or this particular product or or those types of things, you know, will that fit into your overall plan? Or do we need to have a conversation about whether or not that, you know, that that's the right thing? There's a lot of subtlety around that. And there's a lot of conversation that, you know, that comes with that. Certainly folks have, you know, have certain ideas. And most of the time, you know, there's a lot of validity and there's reasons why. And, and, and virtually every, you know, almost every situation I, I can think of, we put it in context and we work those things into the overall plan, but they're coming to me for a reason too, is, is that they know that they, that they're wanting to have something other than just the idea of, Hey, I'm saving for retirement. You know, that's largely, you know, again, that's the accumulation years when we're talking about making sure that those assets are going to be preserved and that they're going to last. That's a different conversation. And so that's the context in terms of where we are and and the planning and and the thinking that we're doing it, you know, together. As a, you know, kind of like a team, you know, really, I mean, it's more of a team effort, you know, that, um, that, you know, I want, I want any, any client or prospective client to say, Hey, what about this? And what about that? Let's have a good conversation around all of that. And let's make sure that, you know, that we can pursue the goals that you want to. Yeah, that's a great breakdown, Glenn. And, um, I, I think this next one is worth talking about because it's very realistic. You know, there might be people listening to the show today and say, well, I'm not going to argue about market timing and I have no interest in, you know, what funds I'm in and that kind of thing. They may not feel like they would be pushing back on you on some of those kinds of things. But I bet pretty much everybody's going to have at least one of these things on their mind where they come in to meet with you and they say, no, I don't really need to spend money on blank. And that blank could be anything. It could be uh, a will. You know, I don't need a will. Uh, no, I don't need to spend money on a trust. No, I, I, you know, the kids are out of the house. I don't need life insurance anymore. No long-term care coverage. They kind of come in with their preconceived notions about that. I mean, again, you can fill in that blank with lots of different things. This one's more about people coming in with their minds already made up on a particular subject. And then when you do the plan, you may uncover that, well, actually, we should lean in some different directions. Well, no, those, those things happen, Walter. And, and certainly, I mean, that's what we, we, you know, we have you know, conversations. Like you say, it's not uncommon at all. But, you know, there, there's always going to be, it's, I mean, it's my responsibility to make sure that we have the conversations as to, you know, let's put... You know, I, I think I, one of the things that I that I really do well, I think, in, in terms of, you know, in early meetings is, as I say, look, it's not my job to rule things in or out at the beginning. 
it's my job to put you know everything on the table. Let's talk about all your goals, your objectives, your concerns, and everything else. And you know, and and I want to hear all of that. At the same time, you know, we need to put all the planning tools you know on the table too. And then as we you know pursue you know, our conversations and and our planning, well, then we're going to rule some of those things in and rule some of those things out. But we shouldn't be ruling them in or out before we start that conversation and before we start that planning process, because it's often, oftentimes, you know, we, you know, we, we uncover that there's a blind spot, you know, in terms of the planning that, that folks have done to this point, right? And particularly, it's, it's like if there's, you know, if there's something in terms of, you know, taxation, taxation's a big blind spot, you know, for folks and, you know, when and, when and how to take Social Security, you know, what about, you know, long-term care? Are there ways of hedging long-term care without necessarily having a, you know, a really large expense to it? You know, all of those kinds of things, folks you know, tend to rule things out, you know, more often than not because of, you know, because of the things that are outside of their awareness. And, and, a, and a perfect example might be when we start talking about long-term care, right? I mean, I have yet to meet anybody who's opposed to having long-term care coverage, right? Because everybody realizes that it's very likely, to, you know, that that you know at least one or both, you know, folks in, in a you know in, in, a, in a married couple, or if it's a single person, you know, there's a reasonable chance that they're going to need long-term care at some point in their life. the The challenge is, is you know, can it be you know fit into the overall plan that it's not overly expensive, right? And so you know, it's like I say, you know, most people are, you know, when we when we have that conversation, they're not opposed to having long-term care coverage. They're just opposed to paying too much for it. And a lot of preconceived notions might be that, hey, that can be that's very expensive, and it sure can be. But there are also ways to to put some hedges in places that, it, that you know that sometimes we can have financial products or financial planning that can kill two birds with one stone, and it doesn't have to be as expensive as you thought. And if you if you close down from the from having the conversation, then 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 you're kind of you know you're kind of cheating yourself to being able to understand what options you really do have. Uh, I think that's just really smart, Glenn, and a great way to look at that conversation and relationship that you have with clients and trying to navigate through some of those big questions like this. Let's go through another uh, another example. Uh, it's fine that the returns aren't very good. You have somebody that comes in to meet with you, Glenn. Maybe they're working with another advisor. They're getting a review with you, or, or, or maybe they're doing it themselves. And they say, yeah, the returns aren't very good because, well, at least the fees are low. Or maybe the converse. Well, the investment's doing great. But the fees, well, they're, they're just too high. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I, I, I could probably pull out a couple of different analogies to where there, there's some, some flaw in that logic and thinking, right? Well, I mean, and I, I, I think there's no doubt about that, Walter. But, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, we want to think in terms of, again, it's like, you know, what are we looking for? What are we looking to achieve? You know, in the, in the accumulation years, it's largely about, you know, rate of return, right? Folks are wanting to grow that retirement nest egg as big as they can, right? That's normal. That's a good idea when you're in the accumulation phase, right? But then as you, as you transition into retirement, you know, for the vast majority of folks, that, you know, that retirement nest egg or the, what they've been saving, you know, and, and, and what they've accumulated now needs to start taking on a different role. Those, those dollars are now going to largely take the place of your job, <laughs> right, of your paycheck, right? And so now we have to think in terms of, you know, is, you know, are we going to chase after rates of return? Are we going to, you know, are we going to have a context? Certainly we want to have, you know, we want to have our money grow. And we certainly want to have the, you know, the, our, our confidence, you know, that, that we that our money is going to last. And we have to think in terms of returns, fees, benefits, 
you know, all of those things are going to come into play. What about taxes? It's a conversation that, you know, that I think is, is probably, you know, as important or more important in a lot of cases in terms of, you know, I mean, you can have rates of return and you can talk about fees all day long. But when we start thinking about, you know, paying significantly higher tax rates, you know, that just, you know, completely dwarfs the, the, the idea of, you know, of, you know, an extra one or two percent, re, you know, return over the you know, next couple of years or, you know, maybe, a, you know, a half a percent in, in terms of fees or, you know, advisory fees and that kind of thing. Or it's important to look at everything in the full context and what are you asking your money to do and what is the, what is the role of these accounts? And as I say, when you're moving into retirement, it's a wholly different thing than when you were in your accumulation and, you know, and saving for retirement. Very key conversations to have, Glenn. Let's go down one more alley here. Um, my accounts are down right now. Somebody says that to you sitting across from you in your office. I don't think this plan is working. Uh, what's your reaction and conversation usually look like with folks who have that impression of of their plan, whether they're working with you or coming to you for a second opinion or whatever the case may be? Sure. Well, I mean, you know, markets go up and markets go down, right? <laughs> and the question is, is that is short, medium, long term, you know, that's all got to play a role into your overall plan and what the partic- what you're asking or what your expectations are for certain accounts, right? But there's going to be scenarios where no matter who your advisor is and no matter what the markets are doing, there's going to be times when, you know, you're, you know, you're outperforming or you're underperforming or, or you know, and, and all of that, the context needs to be, you know, be put into the right time frame, right? But also in, in terms of, what is your overall exposure to the markets? If, if a particular account or accounts are down at any given time, is that relevant to the overall, you know, the overall plan in, in, the, in the full context of, of the time frame that, that we're looking at? You know, if we're, if we're looking at retirement, you know, it's like, hey, virtually everybody's account was down, you know, back, you know, last year, you know, when the coronavirus was first, you know, all the news was breaking in February and March, you know, the markets were, you know, were, were coming down significantly. You know, the question is, is, you know, can you, you know, can you survive that? And, you know, and, and are you making decisions based upon your overall planning or are you making decisions based upon the, you know, the, the short term you know, time frame of what the markets are doing? Right. And we have to think in terms of, you know, the, the right planning for where you are in life. If you feel like, hey, your accounts are down, you know, too much, then and you're and you're starting to get nervous and uncomfortable, then maybe it's a conversation we need to have in terms of about risk tolerance. Right. Or, you know, it's really thinking things through and not getting caught up in the emotions and making sure that your plan is built to last. And if you're if you know that your plan is built to last and you and you're confident and comfortable in that, then you're less apt to be worried about, you know, a temporary movement either up or down. You know, you can get you can get really excited if things are up or you can get a little depressed or or or, or frightened when things are down. But if you have the right plan in place, then then your excitement should be a little bit muted and your and your fear should be a little bit muted as well because the the plan is is you know and and, that, and knowing that you're going to be okay regardless as to what the markets do, that's really where the focus ought to be and know that you have the right plan for where you are in life and what you're looking to achieve. You with me, Walter? Yep, with you all the way, Glenn. And uh, that's why these things are so important to talk about. And I think it's a good illustration of just how wide-reaching the conversations are when you meet with clients and uh, talk to folks and why sometimes 
you're in direct agreement with people, and sometimes you have to take that role as coach, as advisor, and push back and say, no, 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 in, in your best interest, this is the right direction to head in, or have you considered this other angle? Uh, your ability to coach people through these conversations ultimately is what leads to those solid financial plans being put in place. So there you have it, folks. Good examples of why the client isn't always right, but that doesn't mean you should be afraid or worried about coming in, meeting, and having these good conversations about your financial life. After all, that's what you want is to find out the gaps that might exist in your plan, and you can't get that sometimes without a little pushback and a little conversation. So if you want to get in touch with Glenn, talk about your situation, it's very easy to do that. You can call 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Or go online to roadmapfinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page, and you can schedule a time to meet right there from your smartphone or computer. That's roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, thanks for the help this week, and we'll talk to you again on a new episode next week. Fantastic, Walter. Take care. Yeah, you do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Sorholt. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 